everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Running around all over L.A., L.A. County, Hollywood, Orange County, Inland Empire, just loving hip hop, loving the scene, going to different house parties and then like just like nightlife and stuff like that. Like there's one thing that I got good at noticing, even among Los Angeles people, you could spot somebody from Long Beach. I mean, even across the country, like I could be in Chicago, New York, down south, and they just got a thing about them. They're just extremely likable and just very funny. Just great people to be around. They will beat your ass, though. <laughs> it's the quiet ones you got to watch, y'all. Hood politics. I knew when I was starting to have children that I wanted to raise my kids in Long Beach because I had never met a Long Beach native. I just didn't love. And I've been trying to put my finger on what it is. And I I, I think it's the ocean. It's got to be like it's some because you got to remember, like Snoop Dogg and Sublime. <laughs> they both from Long Beach. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cameron Diaz went to high school with Snoop. Like this just this city just makes just fun people. Snoop, OT Genesis, you know, he a big old cartoon character. Ben Staples, have you ever seen him in an interview? He's hilarious. Hell, crooked eye. Like, if you notice something about these people, they're so smart and they're so fun loving. But the Crippin' is not a game. <laughs> the Crippin', they are symbolic of every hood dude i know out there every samoan people like that that samoan family out there like you know one thing that's interesting about like polynesian culture everybody know like the samoans are always smiling they're just having fun you know what i'm saying like you enjoy themselves they come from a tropical beautiful island 
they will break your jaw. <laughs> it's a yin and a yang, like just a light switch. Like these dudes are cartoons. They're so fun, but they were cartoons that will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and they, they nice, they quiet, real calm. So you begin to think that maybe you okay around them. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe everything all good. Maybe the gang banging it. You know what I'm saying? They're nice. It's not going to rob me. Them fools will rob you blind. The whole time that we smiling, having fun, they done broke into your house. You know what I'm saying? Your car already been robbed. You, like, listen, you cannot mistake their kindness for weakness. You can't mistake the fact that they present themselves as very approachable ever second guess the crippin and i say crippin because that's something unique about long beach there's really there's only crips in long beach i mean there may be little sets there's only crips in long beach but the, the point is i it has to be the ocean breeze and the weed <laughs> they just enjoy themselves introduce you to this series that i want to call cityscapes and they're not going to be like consecutive but like i'll put them in different times a day but like i just think that like sometimes cities take on a personality because the way i'm describing long beach ain't nothing like compton <laughs> they on edge in compton you know what I'm saying? they freakishly talented in compton but they on edge like you like don't which is different than the west side on the west side they kind of come from money the west side remind me of harlem but we'll get into that i just think each city takes on a certain personality and if you understand how to navigate those personalities it's a good lens to understand our political landscape it's the quiet ones you gotta watch real g's move in silence like lasagna I'm pretty sure if you ever had somebody old school around you, some of the some of the OGs or the old heads kind of tell you, hey, you know what I'm saying? You got to watch out for the quiet ones because you never know what they're thinking. You got to watch the nice ones because you start letting your guard down. And today I want to talk about the nice ones that kind of got the little bait and switch that you got to kind of keep your head on a swivel. You can't let these people lure you into thinking that they on your side, <laughs> that the cripping ain't cripping. You understand? A lot of y'all got real comfortable when the cartoon that is Donald Trump got out of office and they felt like the control of the Senate had went to the Democrats and you felt like maybe I can breathe a little. And I agree. You don't have a constant dumpster fire, you know, coming through your Twitter feeds every day. But don't let that fool you. They just they just nicer. I'm going to show you three to four examples today how. They just nicer. It's and that the gang banging is still gang banging. And oftentimes what the nicer can do is to get you to look at other things where you start appreciating things that are like, oh, this is well, that's not that bad. That That's pretty cool. Meanwhile, other stuff is happening right here. You got your eyes on the big stuff. You're not realizing all the small little stuff because the big stuff is so nice. Everybody worried about the presidential elections. You forgetting about the midterms. Everybody watching the big Senate and government races. Y'all not realizing the types of legislations that are being passed because these people are nice. It just they do it differently. 
But just like the old folks say, boy, it's the quiet ones you got to watch. You got to watch them nice ones. You can't forget who you're dealing with. The late great DMX, God rest his soul, just passed away. What a horrible loss we had. This has been a hard time recently. We lost Shock G. We lost DMX. Like, we just lost all these, like, oh, geez, man, Black Rob. Some of y'all may not know Black Rob is, but if you ever said, whoa, man, he was, whoa, part of the Diddy empire. But DMX said, you know, in the way that DMX talked, he said, I always trust a person to beat themselves. So I trust a person to beat themselves. You trust a liar to be a liar. You trust a snitch to be a snitch. You trust a crook to be a crook. I'm trusting to beat themselves. I, he barked on songs and it was like nobody had a problem with it. <laughs> it's just the Rough Riders. He would bark in raps. It's DMX. I love how he's remembered for the barking and his prayers. It's just it's, authenticity goes a long way, y'all. But I digress. This is what I want you to do. I want you to remember, you trust a gangster to be a gangster. You gotta remember who you're dealing with here and don't ever lose sight of that. And that's not to say they aren't wonderful, amazing humans that have taken on the job of going into public service. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the job calls for things that you need to be aware of. Now, like I said, I can't put my finger on why Long Beach sort of took on this character, but like I said, I blame the ocean, blame the weed, but yeah, I don't know. But I do know this. Violence is bad for business. It's necessary to prove that you ain't no game, but it's bad for business. It could bring too much attention. So nobody really wants, as a rule of thumb, nobody really wants to turn up the heat. You only want to turn up the heat in as much as it becomes a deterrent to stop people from stepping into your activities. You feel me? It's better to move in silence. It's better to move under the radar, whatever your moves are, right? You, you'd rather the civilians, that's the rest of us, really not know what's going on in the, in the gangster life. You, they'd rather not know. I just want to be able to rep our hood, make our money, hit our licks, you know what I'm saying? And go about our business. Y'all stay over there. We stay over here. You know what I'm saying? And if it works, there's some sort of like trade agreement we can make then, you know, with somebody across town and it's cool. But like, nah, you know, get the money. You know what I'm saying? But if we need to shoot, oh, we'll shoot. So I think in a lot of ways, the niceness, the approachableness can somehow work as sort of a way to keep the heat down so that we can just continue about this business. Because again, violence, although necessary, it's bad for business. We don't need a lot of attention. The prophet Lil Wayne say, real G's move in silence like lasagna. I'm gonna give y'all a second to catch that. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. The G is silent anyway. And I really think this principle is one of the reasons why you saw finally some pushback on Trumpism from corporate America after the January 6th insurrection. When businesses like tech businesses and other big time donors to the Republican Party and to the Trump campaign all started finally being like, all right, bro, you went too far. And I mean, maybe it's principled, 
But I am of the opinion, according to my antennas, that like what he started doing was fucking up the money. This isn't good for the economy. Like this isn't good for our pockets, all this instability. I need things to stay basic and predictable <laughs> for the money bags to keep rolling in. But all this instability, this stuff, this is bad for me. You fucking up the money, dog. So that type of violence and upheaval fucks up the money. So that's really why I think some of that great deep platforming started happening. Maybe there was other reasons. Probably was. It's complicated. People are more complex than that. But my antennas tell me that this was a big part of it. And of course, there are those that take the opposite approach. You know, guns are blazing. Bow, I'm a shooter. Hey, I got them things on me. You know what I'm saying? Come in blasting super loud. And a lot of times, some fools feel like you got to do that to establish dominance. You understand what I mean? And spray it just come in spraying the chopper everywhere right make it very clear that the blicky you know the blicky stay on me you know what i'm saying again the hope is you only got to do it once but some people's diplomacy is letting that thing sing you feel me we i think we experienced four years of that <laughs> just let that thing ring you know what i'm saying but we're in a different season now that's more like Brooklyn, you make it, we take it. You know what I'm saying? Which is like a, that Brooklyn ain't like that no more. Now it's, you know, yoga mats. <laughs> well, certain parts of Brooklyn. Uh, there's still parts of Brooklyn you probably shouldn't be caught off after dark in, you know. But um, that's a gentrification joke. But the point is, certain people got certain approaches. Certain, certain, certain orgs got certain approaches. So while Trump might have taken that approach, Biden a little more like Long Beach. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour philosophy show Change the drive into work In traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Biden, the 
This is what sealed it for me. I watched the 100-day kind of State of the Union address that President Biden gave, and I feel like he hit all the high points, all the stuff that, like, I know I would want to hear, like, that just kind of shows he's just generally (laughs) nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, defending trans kids where it's like, fam, nah, kids are important, you know, and systemic racism got to stop. Correct. He's nice. You know, (laughs) these are ground level, basic things a human would say, but I'm still keeping my head on a swivel. Joe Biden, Long Beach. So here go exhibit A about Biden just being nicer. While nobody was looking, you know, (laughs) while we was cheering his dedication to lowering our CO2 we putting out into the world, you know, getting back into the Paris Climate Accord. At the same time, (laughs) big homie going through with Donald Trump's arms deal, the biggest arms deal with the United Arab Emirates. Homie ain't changing. $23 billion package slanging them guns. Nobody know that because he's nice. But like, look, on the super low at the end of Trump's presidency, I think it was around like at the end of November during the lame duck joint. Well, what? Half of the country knew as the lame duck session, but (laughs) he was very convinced was just the beginning of his next term. God, that was so weird. Trump was sealing up this deal where he would sell $23 billion in like weapons to United Arab Emirates. Fam, we talking, yo, F-35 fighter jet armed drones and associated missiles like they getting strapped up homie like (laughs) these are some tools y'all and it's gonna take mad years to get this thing together now foreign policy is such a trip i think we talked about it in in an earlier episode to where this the end of trump's thing so if you united arab emirates you like i need to secure this real quick because i don't know if the next nigga gonna be down like this you finna give us how many play how many bombs cuz okay no nope nope i got my receipt you know what i'm saying like no no you already said you was gonna do it you gotta wrap that mug up real quick for the sale in because it's finna be the new manager you know what i'm saying like this this nigga shift ending i need to make sure I'm going to get the same deal come 2021. You know what I'm saying? Now, a question you might be asking yourself is, why in the world would you sell weapons to people like this? And I'm not saying people like this as in to the Arab Emirates person. I'm saying, why would you sell them anyway? Like, what do you possibly gain in putting this type of firepower in hands of anybody? Hell, why do you have them? Well, they just sitting around here. Scared money don't make money. Go get your money. I mean, not only that, selling weapons. I mean, even let's say, let's stay in the region for a second. Y'all seeing what this man's saying about Israel, right? And they right to exist. I got a whole episode about the Israeli-Palestine situation happening. Um, it's coming up soon. It's called You Wasn't Outside, which basically means, hey, if you wasn't out here, you really don't know what you're talking about. But, I mean, is Biden saying anything different except for... It's like, yeah, I mean, y'all do whatever y'all want, you know, just don't don't look bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not saying your stance ain't no different than anyone else's. You're just saying it nicer. You're just saying, hey, Palestinians have the right to exist, too. But you're not talking about, like, fam, like, <laughs> you're not talking no different 
it's you're just saying it nicer. Anyway, back to this arms deal. I mean, and we also have a history. It's called the military industrial complex. We have a history of arming people, arming countries, because in the end, we feel like it's going to help secure our bag. But yeah, that's like a whole other story. The military industrial complex, like a whole series. Maybe I should do a series. That'd not be a bad idea. I just thought of this right now. Anyway, this was Trump's idea. And anybody who feel as though, you know, Trump was not they dude, that you was like, this is madness. We ain't spent money like this since Eisenhower. You know what I'm saying? Like the last like big arms deal, like Eisenhower, the Iran-Contra scandal, that was arms trading. Like this is the type of stuff that you think, oh, no, no, that's Republican shit. That's that's warmonging. That's bushy. This sounds real bushy. Hold up. On April 13th, Biden's State Department said we could confirm that the administration intends to move forward with these proposed defense sales to the UAE. Even as we continue reviewing details and consulting the emirate officials, oh, we need to iron out the details, but we're going to get this money. <laughs> he just did it quiet. He's just nicer. Now, of course, this mug is incredibly complex. It's going to take years to put together. And the specifics we can definitely say are different. Biden administration is saying they really believe that like Trump put this thing together like illegally, you know, but we're going to go through, we're going to fix this thing and make it clearer, make it like nice and clean because at the end of the day, UAE are the homies. That's, that's our click. We clicked up. They cool. We, we getting this money out here together. We got real enemies over there. I mean, so we just look, I mean, what kind of big homie are you? You know, if you got them tools, you ain't handing it out to the, you feel me? They gotta be mean about it, but like, nah, like, nah, we still cool. You ain't got to hold on to that receipt. Nah, you are ally. You are ally. We got you. Here goes some fighter jets. <laughs> you just make sure that if it pop off over there, that you protect our money. Now, this dude, Justin Russell of the New York Center of Foreign Policy Affairs, in this HuffPost article interview, uh, he says that, the organization will continue its lawsuit against the State Department over this package. You feel me? They saying it's our hope that Biden administration would put mitigating a humanitarian crisis of global proportions before putting arms in the hands of an aggressor nation like the UAE. He added saying he was referring to like the ongoing wars in like Yemen and Libya where the UAE has backed proxy forces and carried out its own attacks. So listen, remember we talked about proxy wars, how the war that's happening on the ground, there's a whole bigger war happening, right, where it's these two bigger sets, these two bigger hoods are trying to make a point. We talked about, you know, these two Pop Warner fathers who really, they really got the beef, but now they sons, you know, they may have a little situation. It's stuff going down on the ground in Yemen and in Libya. Like, if you have a second, like, go really peep what's happening in Yemen. I mean, we ain't seen nothing like this. Like, this is wild. And some of these people are saying, like, hold up now, doc. Like, you keep saying, administration, that you different, that you here to be a humanitarian, that you said that you said America is back, right? We're going to regain our moral footing. But you putting weapons <laughs> into the hands of people that's keeping the heat up in other parts of the world. Don't you consciously know you doing this? Gang banging. 
We just, you, you got to keep the money going. We're just a little nicer. And a lot of times when you step into civil wars, like situations in like Yemen, you know, if you're not really from there, it's like you don't really understand the complications of it. There are some things that you could definitively say like, yo, that's a crime against humanity. You tripping. But on the other hand, it's like this where like that far right, you know, isolationist kind of attitude. This is why it's hard to refute that, because in some senses, you're making a great point, like interventions, especially intervention wars where you depose a dictator, depose something like that. That stuff don't ever really work out. And a lot of times it's like, man, just if you just mind your business, you know what I'm saying? You just be on the side of humanity. Then like then maybe you could have a say. But like, yo, you should stay out of that shit because you don't really understand what's going on over there. And if you were really there for humanitarian efforts, like then I don't understand why. These financial gains seem to be the most obvious reason why you over there. So like when people say, yo, like I am not a globalist, which is, of course, cover for just being <laughs> not cisgendered white. You know what I'm saying? But when you say like, yo, I really feel like a country should take care of itself. Like, man, take care of your own house. It's like, I mean, yeah, you right. Take care of your own house. You, you, what you over here in somebody over here in somebody else's neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? Stopping somebody else's house, rearranging their furniture when your house got roaches, my nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Clean your own house. So it's like, yeah, but not like y'all mean. And then it gets even worse because oftentimes those who go over there to help got this like great white savior complex. Or they just going over there because it's like, yo, man, there's a lick to hit. So let's go. So it's like it, it just gets so complicated. Either way, we out here selling them tools. Rather than being in there strictly humanitarian, yo, we let the nonprofits do that. We let the NGOs do that. We out here getting this money. It's crazy. It's gangbanging. Same way a lot of times, you know, the hood said be throwing like little after school parties, little like city baseball games and giving out like toys and food drives my nigga like on the same streets they serve it it's like look it's gang banging here go example two this one with the taliban you know that how we supposed to be bringing our troops home right which in a war we should have never been in let's let's be real 20 years of some fighting right this is a horrible situation and now do your own ghouls on how the Taliban got where they got anyway. But let's let's sit that on the side for a second. Taliban is basically like, oh, nigga, we won then. If y'all leaving. Oh, fam, we won then. Oh, nigga, you done lost this war. We done got what we wanted. You about to negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Biden just nice. Now, don't get me wrong. It'd be good to get our homies home. But you, I mean, when you put your foot into some static, when you destabilize, when you jump into some shit you had no business jumping into, this is the thing that happened. Now, listen, this is going to be a terrible example, but follow me here. On the Bechtel cast with the two brilliant queens, Jamie Loftus and Caitlin Durante. She don't never say it like that, but I'm just saying it like that because I live in East Los and my wife would be super mad if I ever said Zaragoza instead of Zaragoza. That's Dr. Alma to y'all. We watched Poetic Justice, right? And there was this moment when we did gave it a whole, you know, the Bechtel rating. And there was a moment in, in that film, this ain't no spoiler because the film from 93 where some like horrible, it was a terrible domestic violence situation where they this couple was fighting i mean they was fighting bad yelling yelling match screaming match the whole thing's just totally out of pocket just 
the girl is just dogging this dude, just berating him all the way down, just cutting this man down to a place that I had never seen before, just cutting this man down. And then rather than taking it, he just fires on her. Pow! That's a movie. This is not me ever saying this is okay. That's not the point of this story. But the interesting point of this story is Tupac's response. Tupac is a main character. This Poetic Justice getting starring Tupac Shakur and Janet Jackson, 93. And Janet's looking at him, her, her character's looking at him like, are you going to do something? And he goes, that's their business. That's what Tupac says. Now, we just saw this man hit this woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that isolationist theory. Just better just stay out of it. I'm not telling you this is what the response should be. But this type of stuff you live in, you learn in the hood, where it's like, you know what? This is none of my business. I I should go ahead and stay out of that. But it's but what do you do? Because it's like this is a this moment is terrible. So in the movie, Janet jumps in and tries to stop him from hitting her, and then he kind of backhands. Janet's character and now he hits her and then this is when Pac gets out the car and he's like what's wrong with you man you hitting a girl man you little punk yada 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 so he beats the beats the crap out of this guy and then leaves him on the side of the road it's a very important moment in the movie but what we noticed when we was doing the Bechtel cast was how it took him hitting Janet when he hit his girl that's when he came outside I mean is that not is that not how we do our wars when you're seeing something that's a horrible atrocity I mean, sometimes we just like, oh, nigga, that's my, that ain't my business. I should stay out of that. But then you're like, but actually, you know, like maybe it, no, this should, no, if, if you got the ear of this aggressor, you, you should probably say something. Do you respond in kind? Do you respond in violence? Janet jumped in, responded in violence. I'm not saying that's the right answer or the wrong answer. I'm just saying this is just a natural reaction to be like somebody needs to stop this thing. You know what I mean? And now he jumps in because now his girl's involved. I feel like, I mean, I, I mean, is that not what America do? Is there not humanitarian crises all over the freaking world? Is this not? Is there not is Myanmar? Like, are there not horrible crimes against humanities everywhere that America's like, shit, ain't my business, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got nothing to do with that. Until it is my business. You feel me? Now it is my business. And then we jumped in. So some of us are saying, hold up, man. You jumped into some shit that you ain't really understand. You dialed up the heat. And now you just finna leave? I mean, would you, uh, just, just, uh, I'm telling you, right, wrong, or indifferent. This is why the hood just be like, look, that's none of my business. Nigga. I let them work that out. It's not right. I'm just saying this is the calculation we make. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yo, here's another example. Then Biden tried to move silent, but then the homies called him on it. And this became, speaking of humanitarian crisis, this was the refugee issue. So President Trump lowered the number of refugees at like, it was embarrassing. The amount of like refugees that we were going to let in in the midst of one of the worst refugee crises that our world had seen in a long time. So the refugee cap was 15,000. He was like, I think I'll keep it there. Yo, the whole hood was like, no, cuz, no. Yo, <laughs> he learned quick that time, though. I'm, to his credit, he was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> they came after that boy, and they was like, look, we done had enough. Remember, we done put you on. You feel me? Every once in a while, if you put somebody on, you could call them on. They shouldn't be like, no, 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 time out because we don't put you on. See, to me, this is the difference between if I'm being observational. This is the difference between what happened in the right versus what happened in the left in our modern state. Because the right somehow got this like personality cult where they guys just can do no wrong. Like, I just don't understand what bewitched y'all about Trump. Y'all just defended him no matter what he did. Just treated this nigga like the coming messiah. Listen, in the left, we ain't got this personality cult. Oh, no, anybody could get it. Nigga, we settled for Biden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't Jesus, my nigga. You more like Matthew. You one of the other disciples. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not a main character. Like, do not get it twisted. We all really just here for Kamala. And it really just here for Kamala because she got auntie energy. She on thin ice, too. You understand what I'm talking about? Look, over here, we slaves to our talking points. That's We all got our own problems. We slave to our talking points. Over there, y'all slave to personalities. So listen, you done messed up one of the talking points because you need to let these refugees up in here. I need you to know the the you know, parliament, homie. We call it parliament. You got to change your mind on this one. <laughs> it was kind of crazy that it worked here go another example biden's just nice y'all know india's covid situation right now right what's crazy is you know we ain't approved the astrazeneca joint right 
Like we we not finna use that one. We just sitting on a ton of vaccine. India in like real trouble right now. He done told us that like, listen, our moral compass is back. But listen, rich act like rich. If you think about the global hood or like the global south, I mean, the shit run the same way. It's still a global apartheid. What wealthy nations did with money is the same thing we doing with these vaccines, my nigga. Like, we get more than we need and sit on it. Y'all got to get y'all own. You got to get mine, but I'm going to get yours. But that's not what you saying to us. You saying something else different, right? What's crazy about India is they make most of the world's vaccines, but they dying more than anybody else because we got a halt on the raw materials going into India. Now, we just lifted, lifted it. And as of today, he's saying he's sending help, as in the day I'm recording this. If we know the earth dying, you supposed to be the nice one. Nah, homie, it's it's still gang gang. I'm, I, I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, for the last example, I'm going to move away from Biden and I'm going to talk about really how slick things are. And the truest silence movers. You want to know the real G's who don't like a lot of attention. If you really listen to me, if you really want power, if you really want a power, you really want to know how power work. You don't become the president because that's too loud. Everybody looking at that. Nah, homie. I look in the, in the, in the early 80s and stuff like that. Like, let's let me give you a mob example. Like when John Gotti became like this larger than life character and flashy and stuff like his OG's was like, man, we don't like this. You bringing too much. We don't we don't like moving like this. We move inside. You bring it too much. You too flashy. You too obvious. This you can't know. This stuff needs to happen in, in the back rooms and the quiets, right? That's where the power really happens. Not out front. That's the gang shit. This the, the shit y'all see on TV that this is like no. Like and even the shit you see in the streets, like uh, I mean, the moves are happening in jail. Like that's you know what I mean, like most of the time. So if that's the case, then you need to be watching the Congress. You need to be watching the, the midterm elections. Everybody worried about them four years. You're not watching them two years. Because the two years, well, that's where it's happening. It's the quiet one. You, they move like Long Beach. Everybody nice. It's nice out here. It's like, I mean, we look, we're, we're here to get bills passed, you know, and, and just like, no, it's no, we're look, we're not the president. We're here lobbying the president to make sure the president does the right thing. That's what we're here to do. Why you wasn't watching? Do you know how many states have passed anti-protest laws? Because you looking at the big loud fools. Oh, no, everybody got their eye on Compton. Everybody worried about Compton. Y'all not watch? Everybody worried about Compton. Ain't nobody watching Long Beach. Let me lay these things out for you. So NPR first reported a number of these anti-protest laws that have been enacted around, around the states. Now, of course, it's Republican-led. Come on now, right? But it's written in a way that it you can't say that it's really against Black Lives Matters movements and like they, you know, the, the insurrection stuff, we kind of leaving them alone. You can't, it's written in a way that you can't really tell, but not so low key. We know what the hell is going on, right? So in this article, it talks about a common theme is the demand for a change in police tactics and policies. But at the same time, the Republican led states are countering with laws, penalizing protests. So there's a new law in Florida in which the governor is describing as quote, strongest anti-rioting pro-law enforcement measure in the country, end quote, that denies bail for defendants accused of committing crimes during a protest until their first court appearance. So you don't get bail. So if you was, you know, looped up in the paddy wagon, if you broke curfew, yeah, you don't get to go bail until your first court appearance. 
And there's a recent Oklahoma law that protests drivers who unintentionally hit or injure protesters while fleeing a protest. In fact, according to this report, there's 34 states that have introduced 81 anti-protest bills. Now, here's the slickness. Now, follow me now. These are bills. Most of us don't notice till they laws. But when they bills, I mean, that's boring. Nobody's looking at just reading legislation. Ah, Jesus moving in silence. They just throwing them up right now while nobody looking. I mean, it's a foolproof tactic, y'all. So they're saying because, you know, these Black Lives Matter protests have been so violent. But check this out. 96% of Black Lives Matter protests have not ended in violence. But, you know, if you accidentally <laughs> drive into a crowd of, of protests because they was blocking the streets. I was just trying to get away. And you hit one of them. Ah, that's cool. They shouldn't have been banging on your car anyway. Mm. Real G's moving silence, y'all. And when you ask these lawmakers, they say they're referring to the stuff they saw on TV, like in Portland, you know what I'm saying, and in Seattle, where they said the protests did become violent. So they need to pass these laws to protect our streets <laughs> from the violence. And I'm giggling because I'm like, but y'all ain't got nothing to say for the people that actually attacked literally you. Now, between the time I record this and the time y'all hear this, I'm hearing that the feds is gathering the case against these insurrectionists. And maybe they taking their time to really get their ducks into order so they can slam dunk this mug. I hope so. I mean, I really hope they prove me wrong. Just saying, though, as of today, money. <laughs> that's I, I mean, my only conclusion is because, oh, well, they gang gang. I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's different. I mean, I don't know. How else am I supposed to read this? You, I, you passing riot laws, but none of them affect the people that actually tried to take you out because, oh, that's. I mean, that's set, though, you know. <laughs> y'all think y'all slick. So, more of the story. This continent is Long Beach. Them Long Beach dudes are very nice and very fun to be around. They're not being deceitful. Make this clear. They're not being deceitful. You know what it is. And they know that you know what it is. My homeboy Jay Beats, man, you know, Northside Long Beach, he was like, look, man, it's yin and yang, bro. You need both energies. Like, it's no reason to be mad if I don't need to be mad. But when it's time to be mad, you know what it is. They're, they are under no, it is no false pretense. There's no pretense at all. This is who we are. We're just chilling until we don't need to be chilling. It's still on set over here. That's your fault if you think it's not. So you got to keep your head on a swivel, y'all. You can't just not watch the Congress. You can't just you can't just be so worried about these loud ones. The Matt Yates of the world. You understand what I'm saying? He's just loud. You can't just be worried about them. You got to like <laughs> you got to watch the whole move because no matter what, they just gangbanging, y'all. It is what it is. Now, trust me, I'll take a Biden over a Trump any day. But don't get it twisted. It's still just politics gang banging in nice suits mm -hmm. 
Y'all, this mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you here all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. Y'all remember, every time you check in, politics, y'all, is just gang banging in nice suits. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.